Episode 3 Business Writing Business Writing Sounds like a very fancy term, right? Something that CEOs and senior executives would be skilled at. Well, it's nothing like that. When you text your friends, you talk to them casually. Whereas when you write something to your acquaintances, you have a different phrasing and tone of your text. Humans innately have the ability to create distinction between different relationships with people using the way they write. Business writing is just the same. In a professional space, many instances of creating pitches and documents come across your table. Presentations have been a part of corporate culture for a long, long time. Apart from this, our day-to-day conversation buddy, the email, demands its attention every now and then. When a lengthy MOM, a project update or just about anything is required. All of this is not just valid within a particular company. If you are trying to cold call for a job or make connections with someone valuable, it always helps to articulate your thoughts in a nicely structured mail or a text. If you are presenting your pitch to investors, you need to make it really impressive. Business writing is just figuring out the right way to articulate your thoughts when you write them. For your understanding, we have broken down business writing into three different formats that are most commonly used in our professional space emails, documents, and presentations. Let's look at the best strategies to make the best out of these three. How to write a good email every time. There are certain tips that people can definitely use to write some really good emails and avoid being ignored and moved into the spam box. Number one, write a compelling subject line. Subject lines can make or break your email success. It is often the deciding factor on whether someone will open your email or not. Be very clear, direct and describe your content of your email. Don't be afraid to take up the whole subject line. You can use some examples like please read the MOM of the monthly marketing meeting instead of just writing phrases like FYI, request for, dash suggested to reach out to you or I'm going to be unavailable. Give out the intent of the email pretty clearly in the subject line. The reader already knows what they are expecting from the mail and hence will end up reading it. Number two, start and end with an appropriate greeting and maybe have your own style. Greetings are a good introduction, not just to the message of the email, but also to your personality and the intent of the message. A lot of common email greetings are available that you would already know. We have personally understood is that having consistency and one's own style works for them. For example, someone who we used to work with always wrote best and their name with it. I personally like writing cheers at the end of my mail or greetings at the beginning. But whatever we write is consistent in our emails. If you make it consistent, people will recognize that this mail is sent by you and will give it a little bit of time to read it. Number three, keep your messages short and concise. According to Statista, we send and receive roughly 319 billion emails every day. This statistic makes one thing and because of this, many people simply scan emails to get the essence of the message and move on to the next. I personally have around 17,000 emails in my inbox which I haven't read. You might want to optimize your email for readability and scannability. Keep paragraphs short add bullet points 
use visuals to break up the text. See, simple. Number four, do a final spelling and grammar check. Well, you're almost there. Don't mess it up at the last stretch. Imagine spending time to craft the perfect message, only to be ignored because the email was riddled with spelling and grammar errors. Hence, always double check your work. Let's quickly move on to how to write good long format content. Documents and PPTs to some extent will fall under this category. Number 1. Align your writing style to your audience. Ask yourself, who am I trying to reach with this message and why? There are subtle but significant differences in how you would approach different assignments. To write to an audience effectively requires knowing their pains and motivation. Then you can craft communication that addresses those needs. Number 2. Leverage structure and formatting to improve clarity. Formatting can make a world of a difference in how effectively you get your message across. Subtler choices such as font, spacing and alignment of your document can impact efficacy. Choosing the proper format improves readability, reduces unnecessary fr- frustration for your audience. This also allows them to focus on what matters, which is the content. Number 3, maintain consistency. Consistency is the key to establishing and maintaining trust and rapport with your customers, clients and colleagues. Avoid industry jargon and complex academic language that may sound impressive but can ultimately confuse or frustrate audiences. And lastly, write a very clear call to action in mind. A clear call to action is vital for creating effective communications that inspire actions and generate results. Number 4 write with a clear call to action in mind a clear call to action is vital for crafting effective communication that inspire actions and generate results clearly defining your expectations or the ask of your audience does more than get the job done it also lets you connect more honestly and directly to your recipients who will likely appreciate your straightforwardness lastly quote and quote to whomsoever it may concern we have one last interesting thing remaining the ppt ppt is something that we have always brought in with some mixed emotions in people some people are obsessed with it some people are just scared of them but ppts are awesome if they are done correctly let's look at some pro tips to make the best out of your next presentation number 1 write an outline for a ppt a ppt outline is simply a plan showing presentation layout and essential points that you want to explore the simplest way to do this make a list jot down everything that comes to your mind on your topic once you have done this go back to the list and highlight the points that are most important number 2 start strong your introduction should consist of two things your thesis and a summary of your outline it is important to find the right balance with how you approach this You want to neatly skim over each of the main points you'll cover without giving too much away too early. Number 3, end strong. Your conclusion will look and sound a lot like your introduction. The only difference is that your introduction is to intrigue while your conclusion is to call your listeners to action. Number 4, create a compelling hook and angle. 
Your goal with the first statement of your introduction is to hook your listeners. Tell a brief story, an anecdote, or ask a rhetorical question. Say something that shocks or surprises your audience, or just bring up a problem and share the solution. These few tips can help you take your writing from a novice level writer to someone whose mails, docs, and PPTs are something that people will wait to read. But expert advice: don't be too good, else. you would have to write all of them which will be a lot more stress than it should be but don't worry even if you are stressed some day because you will be able to manage it once you listen to our next episode professional peace